This is The Current Noise. I'm Francis Watts. The Current Noise. Top stories for today. Jimmy Fallon has a temporary new house band this week while the Roots are on a worldwide tour. Their replacement is Montreal-based experimental post-rock band Godspeed You Black Emperor. The band, mostly known for intense long songs, see it as an opportunity to introduce themselves to new fans. Here's a bit from last night's show. A little business news here. I read that the founder of Chipotle is stepping down as CEO. And like everyone leaving Chipotle, he grabbed a thousand free napkins on the way out. I read that uh, California wants to ban self-driving cars from delivering weed. <laughs> Partly due to safety issues, but mostly because they're worried it'll freak out the customers. I was like, who's driving the car? Are you an alien? Take me to your dealer. Actually, the fastest anyone with an unlimited pasta pass has ever moved. Wow. I got one. Speaking of the city by the bay, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, the Canadian city finally got approval to pack up and move to California. The major Canadian city plans to start the move next summer to just outside Salinas and hopefully be ready to go by March 2019. Relocation talks would break down earlier this year when Prime Minister Trudeau refused to build a new Montreal with better buildings, more Tim Hortons, and a state-of-the-art Olympic Stadium, just a few miles north of where the city currently is. It's currently unknown if Montreal will keep its name or climate, but Governor Jerry Brown assures the citizens of Montreal and California that the transition will be simple, or as they say in Montreal, simple. A new podcast is being released in a few weeks, and it's already creating a lot of attention. Three male comedians in their 30s will be the first to host a podcast about gaming. The podcast, titled It's a Me Podcast, will cover modern gaming, but in a twist, discuss retro games as well. One of the comedians, Bill Reynolds, said, We looked around the podcasting landscape and wondered two things. Where were all the gaming podcasts? And also, where were all the men? The first episode will be released in a few weeks. And finally, here are the answers to last week's Vanity Fair Big Bang Theory quiz. Question 1. Bazengas. Question 2. Bazengas. Question 3. 4. Question 4. Young Sheldon. And question 5. Bazengas. Those are today's headlines. Now we turn to the past. The origins of the sport of basketball on The Past Noise. The Past Noise. The year is 1891. The place is Springfield, Massachusetts. And Dr. James Naismith needs to invent an indoor sport 
to keep his students active during the cold New England winter. He loves sports and competition, but he hates wimps and nerds. So he brings out all the balls he has in a storage locker and tells the jocks, It's time to show the nerds who runs things around here. The rules were simple. If you got hit with the ball, you were out of the game. And if you were a nerd, you were also expelled from school. The jocks were destroying the nerds, until one ball hit a nerd with such force, it bounced off the nerd's head and into a peach basket above his head. That peach basket belonged to Dr. Naismith. This is where he kept his peaches to make sure the rats wouldn't get to them. The wounded nerd asked, as a half joke, Hey, did they get any points for hitting it off me and into the peach basket? Naismith, known for his quick temper, was about to throw a ball at the nerd when he realized that might not be a bad idea. The nerds and jocks removed the peaches and soon realized it took a lot less energy and was a lot more fun to just try and shoot the ball in the basket. This improvisation by the students infuriated Naismith. They've all become nerds, he cried. His fury didn't get in the way of him taking credit for this new game, which we now know today as basketball. Dr. James Naismith would go on to be the first Kansas basketball coach, where he also invented illegal recruiting. This has been The Past Noise, and we will be right back. The Current Noise is brought to you by Shoe Apron. Shoe Apron is a service that works to make the freshest shoes. Ingredients to make the shoes arrive at your door every week pre-proportioned. Homemade shoes means homemade memories. And homemade memories means homemade shoes. Studies have proven that families that make shoes together love each other more. And families that love each other more make better shoes. That's a win-win if we've ever heard one. The style for this month, boot. Shoe apron, a better way to shoe. The Current Noise is a member of the New York Podcast Alliance. A part of being a member of that association is to give airtime to some of the other podcasts. One of those podcasts is from the New York Times. Here's a preview of the latest episode of The Constantly. This is Michael Barbararo. This is The Constantly. Today, I go into the supply closet and everything falls on me. I'm buried under mounds of pencil boxes. I call Maggie Haberman of the New York Times for help. It's, I don't even know what day it is. Just help. Moving along, we go to our resident artist, Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, Big Magic, and the Signature of All Things, for her segment, Inspiration Instructions. Too many of us believe that creative inspiration is something that only strikes the chosen ones, that the fairy light muse graces a few privileged souls who then go on to be best-selling authors and millionaires, but that's simply not true. This is why I've joined Current Noise as resident artist, and why I'm hosting this segment, Inspiration Instructions, for all you helpless normies out there. Once upon a time, in a not-so-distant past, I was waiting tables, getting high, and keeping a dream journal, just like every one of you listening. Not anymore, of course. I wrote Eat, Pray, Love, for fuck's sake. I never have to worry about money or success ever again. Today, I'm talking to a down-home fella named Rusty, a high school janitor in the folksy town of Twinsburg, Ohio, about his long-shot dreams of becoming a full-time poet. 
He wrote me a message saying that he likes to spend his days lost in reverie, as he puts it, mashing together some of them words to create brain paintings of true goddamned beauty. I chose to help Rusty because he's so, so different from me and my station in life. And if Rusty, a janitor who lives in his car in Twinsburg, can receive inspiration instructions, then by goddess, so can you. Let's give him a call. Hiya. Rusty, it's Liz Gilbert, and you're on Inspiration Instructions. Okay. How are you doing over there in Ohio? Okay. Gosh, this is so refreshing. Usually people fall all over themselves to gush about what an honor it is to meet me, their hero. But you really don't care. No, ma'am. Wonderful. So it sounds like you have a true poet's heart, but you're not sure how to take your art to the next level. Is that accurate, Rusty? Sure. Can you tell us a little bit more? Uh, I lead a real normal life, Miss Gilbert, and there's nothing wrong with it. But my heart feels empty, done near all the time. You know that empty heart feeling? Well, <laughs> I used to feel that way, yeah. But now I can fill up the emptiness with, like, literally anything I want. I never feel empty anymore. But what about you? What's your eat, pray, love? Will you share with us your writing, Rusty? Okay. I call this trophy case. I alone unlock the trophy case. Every week I open it, my hand ready with a dusting cloth. I ponder success in all its fleeting ephemeral beauty. As lovely as an orchid's tongue and just as vulnerable to the ravages of time. Mm, just beautiful. With the cloth, I wipe away one week's worth of dust. The field hockey team is undefeated. Their trophies are my favorites, because the little figurines on top have titties. I touch them and pretend them metal titties are real ones, like on a girl. Okay, well, <clears throat> your visual imagery is- I ain't done. Oh, great. You may look into the mop bucket. All you see are its murky depths, filled with dirt and piss. A lot of that piss is mine. Okay. But I notice the negative space. There's so much we keep hidden and protected. Me? I got my guns. Wait, what? I'll start from the middle. You look into the mop bucket. No, no, no. Don't read it again. It just busts out of my brain like a bomb I constructed in my car and then set off in the girls' locker room after field hockey practice. I guess that is technically creative. Yeah, you get it, Miss Gilbert. You get me. As an advocate of creativity, I can't discourage you from your writing, but... So if you get me, why don't none of them so-called literary magazines get me, huh? I could venture a guess about that. I got one more for you, Miss Gilbert. I'd really rather- They're called labels. We all walk around wearing labels. Names and titles we've been given from birth, and sometimes from the police. Son, brother, janitor, car dweller, defendant. I've been given so many labels, I can't keep track of them all. Man, poor person, Violator of sanitation rules, molester of sheep, threat to himself, threat to others, buckeye, volunteer arsonist, freeloader. Rusty's labels went on for five full minutes. 
But that's all the time we have for inspiration instructions today. I'm still here. Redneck, hero, bully, gypsy cursed. Join us next time when we call up Giuseppe Fontina, a Wyoming pizza maker who swears he'll be the next Lin-Manuel as soon as he figures out how to rhyme. Until next time, I'm Liz Gilbert. Stay inspired. This has been The Current Noise. We'll see you next week.